What if I told you that you could live the life of your dreams? What if I told you that you learn a lot in high school and some of it's helpful, but none of it really prepares you for the real world? Where do you learn how to start your own business, how to pick a career, how to grow and excel by doing what you love and not what you were told, how to pay taxes and invest, who teaches you how to win with your money and live your best life in the process? I do. You're listening to Mia Reveals. Why, hello again. Hello to you. Hello to the month of September. How does it feel like this year just started, but it's kind of moving slow at the same time? It's weird, but anyway, welcome back to the show that is committed to helping you win with your money and live your best life in the process. So, as much as I wanted to avoid having to dive into this topic i have been getting a lot of questions since sir biden himself announced that he was indeed going to honor his campaign promise that kind of got him elected in the first place and since i have been able to answer those questions and provide clarity with facts i decided to go ahead and address them on the podcast as well so let's just dive right in there First of all, let's start with the details. What is being forgiven? So Joe Biden announced last month that he was going to forgive a total of $10,000 per borrower for anyone with an income of less than $125,000. And in case you didn't know, if you're married, that income limit does increase to $250,000. If you receive the Pell Grant as an undergraduate, however, you could receive up to $20,000 of student loan forgiveness. If you owe more than $10,000 and you were not a Pell Grant recipient, then you will only receive $10,000 if you were eligible. If you owe less than $10,000, then you will only get the remainder of your balance forgiven. You will not get all $10,000 unless you made payments after they told you not to. And we'll get into that just a little bit later, so hang on for just a few. But to finish up this question, you will only receive up to 10,000 or up to 20,000 based on how much is left on your student loan to pay. When I was explaining this to someone, I got the question, what is the Pell Grant and why do Pell Grant recipients get more? Bottom line, the Pell Grant was issued to low-income families. So basically, if you really couldn't afford to go to college because your family didn't make enough, you got a grant to help you pay for college and achieve a higher education. Now, let me preface this next statement by saying it's more of a fact opinion, meaning it's a fact, but it could also be more of just my opinion, you tell me. But the reason Pell Grant recipients are getting more forgiven is because they never should have been offered a student loan in the first place. If you qualify for the Pell Grant based on the unaffordability of college, then why would they issue you a student loan knowing you didn't have any other choice but to take it? Like, you know I can't afford this. That's why you gave me the Pell Grant. So it's either I take this loan and graduate college in debt or I forgo my dreams of getting a college education. It's almost like they're saying, yeah, we really screwed y'all over, so we'll give y'all 20000 Okay, so yeah, that might not be the exact reasoning, but uh, that's the gist of it. Pell Grant recipients clearly were already in a low-income status. This student loan forgiveness is supposed to help relieve the financial burden of student loan debt, so it's kind of assumed that if our goal is to help you financially, then maybe those grant recipients need it even more. 
I'm done with that because clearly I have a very strong feeling about it. They really out here applying pressure to kids who are just trying to do better for themselves. But anyway, the next question is, when will it be forgiven? And apparently it's been announced that we can start applying for forgiveness next month. Now remember, student loan payments are still paused through the end of this year. So you probably won't see it until payments kick back in. I am reading that once your application is approved, you could see that forgiveness hit your balance in about eight weeks time. But let's do the math on that. If the application process opens in October, there's only two more months left in the year with about four weeks in each month. That's eight weeks. So just mark your calendar for January-ish of next year. If you get it sooner, that's great. If you don't, then your feelings won't be hurt either way. If you're asking why you have to apply, it's just to verify that you meet the income eligibility requirements. Some people's income may be known based on the payment plan that's already in the system, but based on your AGI, which is your adjusted gross income on your last tax return, which should have been the 2021 tax year, but no judgment, I ain't judging y'all. They just wanna make sure that they don't forgive any loans if you make over the income limit. And you have until December of next year to apply. The application deadline for student loan forgiveness is December of 2023. But you guys, listen up. If you expect your income to increase in 2022, then I wouldn't wait. I will go ahead and apply while my 2021 tax return is still the baseline, if you get where I'm going with this. What loans are included in the forgiveness plan? This is an interesting one because it's supposed to be for all federal student loan programs. If you didn't know, not all loans qualified for the pause in payments. And that means not all student loans are eligible for forgiveness either. I can tell you now that private student loans are not included in this forgiveness plan. And if you have a commercially held federal loan, meaning you work with a private lender, if I were you, I would do my due diligence to make sure that my loan is in the right category for forgiveness. And I would do this by calling my loan servicer or even checking the studentaid.gov website. And I will have that linked in the show notes just in case you need it. What is the loan cutoff date? So I'm sorry to say it guys, but if you took out your student loans after June 30th of this year, 2022, then you are not eligible for forgiveness. You can apply, just don't get your hopes up. Probably won't even make it through the application process. Now, a question that I've gotten a lot is, can the decision be overturned? Because theoretically, only Congress can approve a budget decision of this magnitude. And that's true. Y'all, if it's one thing I know, it's the inner working of the finances of our beloved government. My career kind of depends on it. So this is one question that I'd actually listen to me on. I'm just saying. So yes, while this is true, there is also such a thing as executive authority, which means the president can claim a state of emergency and make an executive decision that doesn't require buy-in from Congress. Trump did it to initiate the original pause on student loan payments. He did it for the wall, in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> I believe Obama did it for a number of reasons as well. One I remember was during the H1N1 saga. I can't remember, but it's a common practice and there are a few who are trying to decide if they can sue the president for using his executive authority in this manner. Can they? I honestly don't know. 
I do know that as of now, they have not been able to find anyone that is willing to take their case. So, I mean, I always say don't get too excited until you see your balance change. But as of now, the president is acting well within his legal rights. He does not need Congress to approve this decision because of the way that he did it. And that's a fact. This next question is a big one because I believe this is why a lot of people are mad. But the question is, will there be a refund for those who already paid theirs off? And the answer is, it depends. So here's the thing, and this kind of goes back to the first question. If you paid off your student loans before they paused payments, then no. I'm sorry, but you will not be getting a refund. Only the people who made payments during the forbearance period can request a refund. So if you made any payments since sometime in March of 2020, then you may be eligible to request a refund. Yay. <laughs> Take me for example. If you follow me on Instagram, then you may already know that I paid off my student loans last year. It was a really big thing because it was very exciting and very freeing but now that they've been forgiven it's like okay so can I get my money back and the answer is yes but only for the amount that I paid after March of 2020 anything I paid before then doesn't qualify even if it still fits within that $10,000 or $20,000 forgiveness margin does that make sense if I'm eligible to receive $10,000 of forgiveness and my original balance was $15,000 and I paid it all off, if I paid $8,000 of that after March of 2020, then I would only be able to request a refund of $8,000, not the whole $10,000. On the other hand, let's say I still had a balance of $8,000, but I paid $2,000 while they had the pause on student loans active. That means I can apply for forgiveness for the $8,000 and I can request the refund for the $2,000 since that total meets the $10,000 limit and those payments were after March 2020. See how that works? You can only benefit from a refund if you made payments after they told you not to. Another big question that I get from people trying to act all mad about this is, who's paying for this? First of all, the total cost for this forgiveness plan is being reported at about $240 billion over the next decade. And while that may seem like a lot, y'all, I've already told y'all that the total student loan debt today is $1.6, $1.7 trillion. Trillion. Not billion. Not million. Trillion. And they are still issuing loans, so that number is only going to get bigger. So out of $1.7 trillion and then some, they're only forgiving $240 billion. The fear is that taxes will be raised to pay for this, just like they were after COVID and all those stimulus checks. And yet there didn't seem to be as much of an uproar then as there is now. Hmm. Interesting. Even still, there's a possibility that taxes won't even be affected. As of now, they're kind of promising not to increase taxes, so they're just gonna add this amount to the already enormous amount of debt that America is in. But I mean, of all the things that I pay for with my taxes, and trust me, we pay for some stupid stuff, I really don't mind the idea of it going towards helping others because they chose to get an education. Why are you mad about that? And let's not forget, my loans are paid off, so I very well may not even see um, all of the forgiveness in a refund, but should that stop me from being happy for somebody else who may really need this? Like people are forgetting 
that these decisions were made by 17, 18, 19 year olds who were told that they would be able to afford the student loans once they graduated college and got a job only to find out that getting a job without experience wasn't that easy or that inflation made the cost of living higher and the interest rates on your student loans make the payments higher. I don't get it. It's a failing system. And I don't think it's a bad thing to help anyone who was failed by this system. But I do appreciate whoever runs the White House Twitter account, like big shout out, because they reminded all of those politicians how many hundreds of thousands of dollars they had forgiven in PPP loans. But now they are so angry about the student loan forgiveness announcement. Yeah. Why are you mad though? For the people who needed it, but already sacrificed and paid theirs off and won't see the refund, I feel for you. I really do. But be mad at the presidential administration. Don't be upset with the people who need the help, who are getting the help. Count your blessings and move on. Because that's what I'm doing. Moving on to finishing up this podcast so I can edit it and go to bed. So on that note, if you don't already, please make sure that you are following me on Instagram. Lots of practical financial advice and motivation on a more regular basis at Mia underscore reveals underscore YT. My YouTube channel releasing a video today on how to negotiate your salary. So share, subscribe, Mia Reveals, that's the channel name. And my website, which is a hub for it all, MiaReveals.com. Until the next time, guys.